with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if we've ever had a better weekend for folks who are fans of anything around here as we did this past weekend. Matt Riddle sitting in today for Tony Kirk. He's moving some stuff to Hot Springs. He'll be back tomorrow. The voice of the Arkansas High Razorbacks is hanging out with us today. Oh, I don't know. They're just 3-0 <laughs> having beaten Arkadelphia this past week. Cowboys win last night. That's not even fun. That's just a beatdown. Longhorns win big on Saturday. Razorbacks win on Saturday. Tigers won. Hawks won. The Leopards won, I believe. (laughs) Unbelievable. This is it. This is the weekend. We ought not to even come on the air today. Everything winners. The only ones that didn't win are if you're an Aggie fan. Yeah. Aggies not showing up in Miami, but everybody else, perfect. Tell me about these Razorbacks, Matt Riddle. Man, they are looking solid. Uh, Offense is amazing. Um, They've got two young running backs that are phenomenal. Um, Zephaniah Black got out there and did everything he possibly could. Um, And uh, Noble, as a freshman, came out, and he's just lights out, had a receiving touchdown, had a uh, running touchdown as well. Uh, Nate Wall, phenomenal athlete, just all-around football player, can do it with his legs, can do it with his arm, Uh, smart decisions. Having a couple transfers coming in from Liberty Island and Texas High, Telly Wells and Kent Griffin. Kent Griffin's like 6'5", 285 pound DN and he's all over the field. Telly Wells, a receiver that uh, is a he's a playmaker. And I mean, they have just that second year under Outlaw. They have it's night and day watching them from last year to watching them this year. It's you can tell how much how comfortable they are now under their second year of Outlaw. You watched every game last year. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the season was a train wreck. In every direction. And, 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 and Coach will tell you that. Oh, yeah. He, we didn't know where to line up. We didn't know who was supposed to be out on the field when it was time to switch units. Nobody knew anything. It was it's a disaster. Chaos. chaos. That's yep. a great word for it. It was yep. chaos. By the end of the year, it felt like, well, maybe they're starting to figure some stuff out. They figured out Wall to be quarterback and, and, and got a little – of course, the end of the season – you know, you finish with hope and D Queen, and sometimes that's a yep. false positive. Like, oh, okay, look, we're we're beating these two guys. It's a good way to end the year. But coming out of the gate this year, now I'm trying to keep this in perspective because they they're not beating Parkview yet. Mm-hmm. But they're not. There's no chaos. No. They feel like they got their act together. I'm almost afraid Trey Allah is doing so well here. Somebody bigger is going to be sniffing down in Texarkana going, hey, you know, look what this guy did to this program. Mm-hmm. 
Why not here? I, I hope they got him locked in for a few years. Well, I know from talking with him, I mean, he is. He said the only way he's leaving if they force him to leave. Well, they're so, going to force him to leave. Yeah. I mean, he loves it there. He loves oh. everything about it. He loves turning this program around. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's night and day. I mean, it really is. Uh, you know, last year one of our biggest things that would happen is we'd always get those – uh, we'd get penalties for delay game. Right. And it was because of the chaos. Right. Nobody knew where to be. He would call a formation. They're not familiar with it. And you just couldn't get people lined up. We were getting timeouts called because of about to have a delay game. This year, It's he gets out there. He tells them where to go. Everybody's in their spots. And they're snapping the ball every five to eight seconds. I mean, it's – it is. I mean, they're looking good, and they're on a roll right now. And it's amazing what an off season. There. Amazing what an off season will do for you. And that's one thing that he's done differently than what they've done in the past is they practice year round. Right. So once football was over with last year, he gave them like two weeks off, right. and then they started for their getting ready for the next year. And if you're in Texas and you're going, whoa, 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 yeah. wait a minute, yeah, in Arkansas, yep, there you is only no have rule. Week period. You only have two dead week the, period. You the, do whenever. No, Sundays, it don't matter. There's no, you can't practice till yep. August 1st. It's, you go yep, when you want to go. That's one thing Outlaw always does with uh, with my wife, Kaylee. He'll tell her, like, you do know you can practice softball right. on Sundays and sure. you practice year-round. Like, ah, I want <laughs> well, some time with I the I can, family. but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But I mean, it's it it you you see it. I mean, you see the difference. You see the cooth that these guys have, and just how relaxed they are now compared to what they were last yeah. year. And it's, I mean, it's they're three and zero. So first time I think they've been three and zero in three or four years. And I mean, they're they're rocking and rolling. And got a bye week now. Got a bye week this week. They were supposed to have a bye week last or the week before right, last. Right. Um, ended up getting Hamburg that decided on Wednesday sure. that they wanted to play. And so, you know, when I did my interview with the guys uh, last week, they were talking. I was talking to them about it and told them I was like, "So how was it? You know, normally on a week on Monday, you're preparing right. for that Friday. You already know what you're you're watching film, everything. Right. Tuesday, I mean, you're the whole week is preparing for what that team's doing. I said, "How was it with Wednesday being?" Okay, now we realize we've got a game, so you got one day of practice and then a soft day, and then you're going out there and playing. He's like, man, we just worked on what we needed to work on, and they came out. I think they won 38 to 14 or 38, something like that, 13, yeah. something yeah. like that. So, I mean, they're they're putting in the work, and it it's working. Now you get the worry. Well, they're three and zero. They start to believe they're three and zero. They're that good. Hopefully now, it doesn't bite them in the butt. <laughs> Watson Chapel wasn't good last year. They beat us and nobody else. Yep. Not good this year. No. Hamburg's with 3A, I believe. Yeah, they're 3A, and I think they got fifth in their conference yeah. last year. So they're, they're 4A, got they, fifth in their conference. They're, they're nobody. Mm-hmm. Arkadelphia traditionally has been better, but Razorbacks beat them around. I don't know. Am I am I am I a buy or sell guy on the Razorbacks right now? I can buy right now and think, okay, they're three and zero, and I'm going to buy this, and this is going to be. I'm, I'm buying, you know, seven eight wins, mm-hmm. or am I going? All right, the high water mark's three and zero. Do I sell now and think, eh, they're five hundred the rest of the way? Let's see what happens. Whenever I, I think they're Magnolia put a beating on them last year. Yep. So I think and that's a physical team usually. Yes. King does a good job over. Yes, there. and I think that's going to be their first big. Challenge, big yeah. challenge yeah um i think if they can play good against magnolia i think that they'll 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 have a seven or eight game winning season um if magnolia kind of puts it on them and they kind of have a 
a, a clash yep. and they can't hold their own against Magnolia, then that's when I'm going to start kind of wondering, all right, what's it going to be like when we get into conference and when we're doing all – what's going to happen? So you got to get four wins in conference, get yeah. a playoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the, the, yeah. the given. If you get four, you're in. Yep. If you get three, like they did last year, I believe you're on the outside looking in. Yep. Because they missed it by one game. By one last game. Year. They, yep. You get in that situation, somebody's got to lose by, yep. and then somebody's got to win, and you don't ever want to get in that situation. No. All right. Well, awesome Friday night for the Razorbacks. They're 3 0. Tigers, as we said, just blew out Benton. Oh man, uh, we were looking at the score updates on those. <laughs> the first quarter was what forty something to nothing. <laughs> Seven. I think Benton scored first. I think so. I think, I think so. Benton scored, and then it just well, went it was like halftime. Like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks, same thing on Saturday. Tough game, but they they pull out a win as well. All three schools three and zero. Liberty Ilo, as we said, they they had weather issues this past yeah. weekend. Uh, surprises around the area. New Boston beating Atlanta. What the heck? Yeah, that wasn't predicted. That's you're keeping an eye on on somebody who all of a sudden showed up. New Boston, who has struggled, showed up. Impressive mm-hmm. win for them. That may be a that may be a season turning around yeah. victory. So anyway, good games. We sit this week, ready for week number four. Some schools are starting their district slash conference play. Others wrapping up last week of uh, of non-conference for non-district play. So anyway, I want to start with the Razorbacks. Cause oh, yeah. We don't always give them a heck of a lot of love on Monday afternoon. There's so many other things going on. I thought they were the headline story, though, this go around. As of last year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I didn't much to talk about on Mondays. <laughs> I'd be mean about it, Matt Riddle. Come on. <laughs> All right. Did you watch the Cowboy game last night? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I'll take it back. I watched – we probably watch. I think I got to halftime, and then that's as far as I did. I was like, you know what? Me and Kay, we were already laying in bed. Yeah. We we're watching it. And I was like, huh? Take the night sleeping pill and went to bed. If you are the NFL, or if you are any TV network that has a Thursday night, a Sunday night, or a Monday night game, and the NFL tries to pass the New York Giants onto you, get ready. <laughs> I mean, I, it, they're so dreadful. And this is not mm-hmm. a condemnation of the Cowboys. Cowboys dominated that oh, game yeah. on every – and they may have made the Giants look worse than they are. Yeah. But the, if I, I'm hearing this morning, I think Daniel Jones is 1 in 10 in primetime games. Mm-hmm. Why would – and I get New York's the, the big market. But this is the NFL, and it, and it, it supersedes market size. Mm-hmm. You could have San Diego and Jacksonville on on Sunday night. It's going to draw a number. It, it may not draw a New York number necessarily, but you're going to get the NFL. Yep. If I'm any viewer of prime time and the Giants are coming up on my thing, I don't want it. No. Only Take thing it they're going to watch is see how much, what kind of stats the other team can get. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they, they look so unprepared to play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing about it. When, when we get to this stage, it's week one. There are some teams that are a little bit further ahead than others. Veteran presence, don't have a rookie coach, have a quarterback who's in the system a couple of years with the same OC. You've got some groups that are a little ahead of the others. You're not starting a new quarterback. The Giants have the same basic structure they had last year. The same quarterback, the same OC, the same head coach, the same system, playing a familiar opponent, and they looked totally like they were not ready to play football. They looked like they were playing preseason week two. And a, a rival game. And a rival game. A, a, a divisional rival game. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I don't get that. And I don't know how the the best thing for the Giants today maybe that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are playing tonight. Nobody cares what the Giants did last night because the whole city's wrapped up on Rodgers and the Jets. Yep. It may be the only saving grace. If they were the Monday night game and they had three more days until Thursday, the Giants may be just taking a butt whipping by the New York press, but mm-hmm. that was dreadful. And that's one of those where if I'm a Giant fan, you're going to have a hard time getting me to come back to the stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard time even watching it, period. Terrible. Are the Cowboys as good as forty to nothing? Or are the Giants as bad as forty to nothing? The the Cowboys look good. I mean, they really did. The speed that they have on defense is just unbelievable. Parsons, I mean, dude's just a beast. Period. But I mean, their defense was was rock solid, and I mean, Pollard doing his job back there at running back after leaving. Nice to see. With uh, with Zeke leaving, yep, did what he's supposed to, and that's one thing I was worried about with with uh, with Pollard was, is he going to pull the Zeke? Is he going to get the money, and then it's now it's about taking care of myself. Right. You you saw that. I mean, he's still there to play. Sure. And I mean, they just they look phenomenal. I mean, it really did. I mean, even on Facebook, you go on Facebook and everybody's posting, of course, all of now Dallas Cowboys are oh, going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, but it's week one. Even the people that are normally that way that bash them, I mean, yeah. they're like, hey, they look good. They like, did look good. They, they, made, they made a statement. You know, the Eagles didn't look great Mm-mm. against the Patriots. The Niners looked very good against yep. against the Steelers. The Seahawks lost to the Rams. I mean, in the pecking order of what I expected when we started this year – it was Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Of course, Detroit beat Kansas City last week. But Dallas did nothing to make me think they're not top three in the NFC. No. I mean, they look they look good. Detroit, that was kind of a crazy game Thursday. But you know what? Yeah, in, in, if, you're a, if you're a guy, I mean, I've, I've been a Packer fan for my whole life. So a, a Lion hater my whole life. And and it's it's almost not even fun to root against the Lions because for so long they've been so pathetic. Mm-hmm. It didn't really matter. That was a really big franchise. When you talk about Trey Outlaw and, and Arkansas High, for Dan Campbell and, and getting a win like they got in, in uh, Kansas City on Thursday, they're starting to believe, and it's a division that's there for the taking. Yep. And they, I don't know they're good enough to make it to the NFC Championship game. I'm not sold on lots of parts of them. They have one receiver, I think, that's worth talking mm-hmm. about. They have a couple of running backs, but nobody great. And I don't know if I believe in Jared Goff all the way through the no. end or not. But they're good enough to get a playoff win. Oh, yeah. But that's a big win for them. Just It, it, to, it brings a fan base. They're supposedly like mm-hmm. standing room only for tickets this week when Detroit finally has their, their first home game. Yep. That's never that when's the last time that happened? <laughs> you could go walk into a Detroit Lion game and get tickets on a 50-yard line without much problem. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a Colorado-esque thing. Oh yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. It's about uh, 15 and a half after 5 leaving the yard check Zach. Matt Riddle sitting in for Tony Kirk today. We got to come back and talk a little college football. Longhorn fans. Ooh wee. That wasn't bad. Colorado fans, that wasn't bad. Michigan State fans, it's all bad. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard on the fan, 107.9.
Feel the calming effects of nature. Take a deep breath in and out. Every breath makes you feel closer to nature and every sip makes nature feel closer to you. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. Know what I'd like? A place to go where I can meet people and have a lot of fun watching the game. Something like a sports bar. Exactly. Well then, Fat Jack's Oyster and Sports Bar is the place. Shoot a game of pool, throw some darts, eat great food, and enjoy cold drinks. That's my kind of place. Fat Jack's. Check Facebook for daily lunch specials like a Dollar Wing Wednesday and Fish Friday. Live music every weekend with trivia on Sundays and karaoke on Wednesdays. Fat Jack's Oyster and Sports Bar. 3324 North State Line in Texarkana. Right now, our country feels divided. There's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love has labels and small step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation. It feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh... Interesting? Yeah. (laughs) People actually sit down and talk they can break boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolables.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step to bring our country and our community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolables.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has Labels, and Ad Council. Leaving the yard on 1079 The Fan is presented by Liberty Island ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Now, back to Zach and the Professor. back 18 after five leaving the yard zach and the professor no not today matt riddle hanging out today just shave back a little bit you look like you've yeah, uh, trimmed it back it's trimmed a little bit i tried to talk to my wife and let me trim it all the way all the way off yeah, i told her i said let me just leave the mustache she said no <laughs> quickly vetoed oh she vetoed it quick you find out early you're not in control of your own face exactly yeah that's how it works <laughs> That's how it works. Matt Riddle hanging out today. We were talking uh, pro stuff and a little bit of high school first segment. Uh, it, we, we would be remiss if we did not talk a little college football segment too today. It was a very intriguing weekend. I think Longhorn fans went in Friday night a little bit nervous about are we ready? This is our SEC test. We got to go to Tuscaloosa. You take on Saban and Bama. I. I may be wrong. You, I'm assuming you watched the game yeah. as well. Yep. I thought they physically pushed around Alabama on both sides of the ball. I thought offensive and defensive lines. The one place where if you were nervous about joining the SEC is are your lines up to dealing with the size and speed of the – to me it felt like Texas is ready. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they definitely put the test and – Put it behind them and show. They they showed everybody that, hey, we can handle it. I mean, you 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 go up against Alabama right off the bat and you come out and just do work. I mean, like you said, they pushed them around. They did. Uh, what is it? Yours, the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he 
some of those passes he made, I'm like, there ain't no way in heck anybody's going to catch that. And, I mean, he, he was putting it in a basket for Dropping him. dimes. I mean, they, they looked phenomenal. Defense flying to the ball. They they made the Alabama – they made the, the Alabama haters really happy. Well, and I'll be honest with you, if this game happened in week eight instead of in week two – where Alabama's quarterback actually has had some snaps under his belt, mm-hmm. they, it may be a different outcome. Yeah. It, it may be. They, he, he looked overwhelmed early on. They did a really nice job in Texas of putting pressure on the quarterback. You could see, in fact, they even talked about it on the broadcast, his first inclination going back was to get out of there, yep. get out of the pocket, get out into space. You do that, it makes you feel a little more secure. You don't have everybody swirling around you, mm-hmm. but you've taken half the field away. Yep. You roll right. You just took away everything in the middle of the field left off. Mm-hmm. So you're into a small tunnel now of throwing the football. It makes you feel more secure, but it takes away your playbook. Yep. And I think they, I think in the second half they reined him back in and tried to make sure he stayed in the pocket. Yep. You're going to take some hits. That's fine. But you got to stay in there and stay through the play. I think in, in, in five or six weeks he'll be better. Oh, yeah. But – the schedule had him in week two, yeah. and Texas abused Alabama and abused that new quarterback. They did. I mean, and, and that quarterback's a big dude. He I doesn't mean, look that big, but he actually is. He's a big guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was just compared to those Texas guys, but, I mean, they were talking about him before the game and just like, man, this dude's a diesel. Yeah. Like, he's huge. And then, I mean, like I said, Dallas, or Texas just – they just put it on him. Is he the next one in the line that's going to be an NFL quarterback? It's hard to tell after a couple of starts because he doesn't look that good no. just yet. But when you start going back through – you know, we, we had the Mac Jones and Jalen Hurts playing each other yesterday mm-hmm. in, in New England. You know, we've got the kid in Carolina, Bryce Young, who just came out. You, I mean, you've got a handful of these guys who are playing in the NFL. Baker – not Baker Mayfield, but uh, – um, Oh, crap. I, I lost my train of thought for a second. But we, we got a fourth one that's in the league right now as well. I just didn't get the sense that this was the next guy. And again, we're early. Yeah. The way he played this week, I mean, you're looking at... Two two was the other guy. Yeah. You're looking at late draft. I mean, nothing... And that's even if that. I mean, he almost... The way he looked against Texas, it almost looked like he would be one of those guys that they would move to a different position because of his size. So I'm Arkansas... And I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. Now you get him in about five weeks. Yep. I don't think that's a good thing for you. But if you're watching this, if you're Arkansas, who has been dying to beat Alabama, you got to be looking at this thinking, oh, "This is the year. Yeah. We're gonna beat the. We're gonna beat. We're gonna beat the tide this year." Yeah. You believe that? I think Arkansas. there's a lot of people right now looking at it with the way they played against Texas. I think they're looking at it as, "All right, well, this is our year to beat Saban." I mean, they just did not look good. I mean, they did not look like your normal. Alabama team. Is it a bad Bama loss? Yes. Is it? Yeah. You think it is? I think so. I think that's that's not the way they want to roll their season into it. No. With a no. with a loss to Texas, right. with a team that everybody's already given crap that you you don't deserve to be in the SEC. You're going to get blown out. They come in, they beat you. I, I I think it's I think it's a bad thing for Alabama. I think it's going to really make their season rocky. See, I I take. And I think we'll know in another week or two. Mm-hmm. I take the position of this. It, it's probably not bad for them to take a, a whip in, because they got whipped, to get refocused of having to deal with, especially down the road, Georgia somewhere in yeah. there is going to be the matchup. Yeah. They have to be more physical. They have to be 
better on offense. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good week for them to, you know, a legit top 10 team went into their place and beat them. Yeah. Now who are we? Are we a team that's going to be able to rise up from this, or are we a team that's going to oh, yeah. and if they lose have three again, losses? If they lose again, their season's oh, yeah. downhill the well, rest of the way. Yeah, there's no playoff. Yeah, There's no playoff. And it seems like that's the way Alabama plays, is if we're not in playoff contention, whatever. I mean, you, you've seen it. Whenever they get that, that first loss and all of a sudden they kind of get out of that contention, they play a different ball then. I'll do this for you when you talk about that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss and – that's a team that's about to move into your conference you're going to have to recruit against. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what makes it a bad loss for me. For Texas, anybody that was sitting there undecided about Texas or Alabama now got to see Texas can go in the SEC and Texas can play. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have gotten Oklahoma, Georgia, which yeah. was supposed to happen this past week as yeah. well, except for the SEC decided to scrap that game because it was the first of a home and home, and they weren't going to be able to get the second game in yep. before the uh, the schools all changed conferences. I wish we would have gotten that game in as well, though. I do too. That would have been that would have been something really good to see. If I mean, well, not if, but how Texas and OU are going to do in the SEC. Yeah. But what Alabama's got South Florida next week. So, so what? I mean, you'll kind of. I think they'll get back in. They'll get see. right. They'll the get the line right. If they go against South Florida and. They even have somewhat of a battle with them. You go ahead and count Alabama. See, do you think they will? I don't think they have a battle. I think they roll them. I think I think they'll go in with a grudge after. They better. I mean, with the way saving coaches, I wouldn't assume they'd go in any other way. See, and I don't know if this is the week you go in breathing fire because typically coaches go in breathing fire when the competition is beneath you. Yeah. And I know South Florida is beneath them, yeah. but. They're so fragile potentially. Do you go in tearing them down this week? Or is this your week of building them back up again and hoping you get a win out of this on Saturday? And I'm, you're going to. You're going yeah. to get a win over South Florida. But yeah. that you go back to looking like you're supposed to look. Man, I think I really – I mean, my opinion would be, which, you know, my opinion don't matter, but oh, my opinion would be go in and put 60 up against them. I mean – that's what I would want to do. He doesn't like the he doesn't like the run up. No, but I mean to get my guys back in the mindset they need. Because I mean, you could tear them down all week. You know you're gonna like you said. You know you're gonna end up. You're gonna win that game. You should, in other words, shouldn't be a problem. You can either tear them down all week and then let them go in there and and play ball and win by twenty, or hey, let's play Alabama football. Let's get out here. Let's do it and go put sixty fifty on the board and get them back at that high horse that they normally ride at. You know who I'm tearing up this week? Who's that? Offensive line. Oh, yeah. I'm killing that offensive oh, line yeah. this week. I'm killing it. That's at a senior center couldn't snap the ball. No. I'm no. tearing up the offensive line no. this week. They're going to be that center dogs would, all week. That center would have somebody else snapping the ball all week just to give him <laughs> – just to harass him. Yeah, or pull, show him his scholarship. Oh, yeah. This is I, week to week, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, you couldn't you couldn't put it in his chest. And there's no reason he should be reaching left and right and jumping for a ball or at his feet. That's right. So uh, if you can't do that, we'll get somebody else in. Exactly. All right, 27 and a half after five. We'll come back and talk about Colorado. Ooh-wee. Mm. Prime 2-0, and oh, but it's personal. It, it was is. all personal this past <laughs> week. We'll come back and talk about Dion, the buffs, and where do we go from here? 27 and a half after five. Matt Riddle sitting in for Tony Kirk. He's leaving the yard. Here on the fan, 107.9. Mm-hmm.
1079 The Fan is the home of Texas high school football every Friday night. Never miss a touchdown from Tigers Park and from the road. Texas Tigers football is brought to you by Red River Credit Union, M-Tech Electronic Services, Offenhauser Insurance, Rocket Fast Car Wash, Liberty Ilo, ISD, and Texarkana Emergency Center. And if you're out of town, you can catch the Tigers on the Texarkana Radio Center app or online at 1079thefan.com. A teenager was killed at McDonald's in Washington in an argument over sweet and sour sauce. Violent acts are increasing among teens, but why are we surprised? Kids are taught to be violent in video games, music, and TV, and often violence goes unpunished in society. Most importantly, they're not taught about God and the eternal consequences of doing wrong. When we have a healthy fear of God, we're less apt to do wrong. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. We were pretty wasted. My friends kept telling me, Erica, don't drive. I was like, no, I want to go home. Ended up blocking out, and my car had the whole front end damaged. The cops ended up coming. They took me to jail from there. I was very upset at myself. I had to pay court fees, probation, lawyer fees, definitely over about 10 grand. There were some jobs that I had tried to get, and I couldn't because I had that on my record. My name's Erica. I got a DWI, and I'm still dealing with the consequences. Sponsored by TxDOT. Okay, welcome back. 5.30 here on the Fan 107.9. Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle hanging out this afternoon. Tony Kirk back tomorrow for Kirk and Company. Kevin Carpenter will be in here talking PG Sports and Longhorn Sports. You'll get a whole snootful tomorrow at 7 o'clock right here on the Fan. But today we are uh, kind of limping our way through what had been a very busy week of college. And before we go to Colorado, just a few minutes before we came on the air, a, a, a judge up in Washington State, there's supposed to have been a, a, a discussion this week among Pac-12 college presidents and the commissioner about what do we do with the assets of this conference. And since everybody's out of the conference now except for Washington State and Oregon State, they in effect have said, well, you guys all left the conference. We're the only voting members still part of the conference. We get to decide what to do with the assets because they're afraid the rest of the conference presidents are all going to vote. Well, we dissolve the whole thing. Nobody gets anything. You go on your separate way. Well, a judge in Washington now has put an injunction up and they are stopping the presidents of the Pac-12 from meeting and having this conversation until they can work through who's actually supposed to be sitting in the room when they make this decision. So very big deal happening in the Pac-12. Washington State had a real big win over Wisconsin this Saturday night, a ranked team they beat. Of course, they're waving the flag of this is why we belong in a Power 5 conference. We just pulled off an upset of a top 20 team, and we're being left on the outside looking in. This is a long fight that hasn't finished yet. Yeah. 
big fight. Big, big fight. Big. Hasn't gotten close. All right, Colorado got Nebraska to come in. <clears throat> I, I, I thought Colorado got a little out over their skis the first half of the game. Didn't play very well. Nebraska was very spirited in, in the game. I thought uh, uh, hung around almost to the place where you're thinking, okay, are we ready to root for a Nebraska upset here of, of beating Colorado? Unfortunately, kind of like Daniel Jones Giants, uh, I think it was Jeff Sims, the quarterback at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Not good. No, they did not. Look not good. ready. No. Probably should have. Probably should have gone to the backup at halftime. Man, it looked like they watched the wrong film for the week. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like to me when I was watching a little bit of it. I'm like, they are not prepared. Nope. They just. I mean, it's they. They weren't keyed in on the different schemes that Colorado was doing. I mean, it was. It looked like they literally looked at the wrong film. I'm wondering, though, if they didn't have a different quarterback. It, it felt emotionally like Nebraska was in the game. It felt defensively yeah. like Nebraska came up to play. But offensively, they couldn't do anything. And you just wonder, different quarterback, is that a different result? I don't know if they win that game. They lost 36-14. I don't know if they win that game. But it did not feel that Colorado was nearly as sharp as they were the week no. before. No. No, not at all. Dion in the locker room talking about this is us against the world now everything is going to be a slight oh yeah apparently Matt Rule had made some comment about the Colorado kids I don't I didn't see the comment but Dion goes in the locker room I watched the uh, the pregame speech this Mm -hmm. afternoon about you're my guys you're my babies they're talking about us makes it personal there's always going to be some kind of a grudge and somebody that's doubting him. And I, how much mileage can you get out of that? Can you get 13 weeks out of that? With Dion, probably. <laughs> I mean, uh, my uncle actually, he used to be the youth pastor out in Dallas. And okay. Dion was actually um, at his church group. So I, we got to go out and go down there and meet him right. and all this kind of stuff. Right. And man, just the inspirational stuff that yeah. Dion has. I think he could go three, 13 weeks with it. Really? But, I mean, the deal is they're all buying into it. Sure. So, I mean, with if I mean he can pretty much say whatever he wants to, and they're going to buy into it. Now, you've been a guy that's played. Mm-hmm. At, at, not that high of a level, but yeah. you've played. How long does that emotion last when you come out of the locker room and onto the field? Man, it, it, it really depends. So, I mean, if you're if you're – you're getting that boost before yeah. you go out on the field right until something goes wrong you're going to keep that boost. okay um you go out there especially with the crowd going crazy and all you're that at home. Kind of stuff yep. i mean you're i mean you're at your house right and with everything that's happening around you as long as nothing is going just crazy wrong you're going to stay there but the second something happens then all of a sudden it starts going down but the good side with dion He's going to boost you right back up, sure. Because you know, before the game, you're getting a one hell of a uh, uh, pep talk. At any time he has to call a timeout, you're either getting a butt chewing or you're getting a hell of a pep talk. <laughs> Halftime is a pep talk or another butt chewing. But I mean, he's always going to have something good to say to try to get them back where they need. But to in be. reality, halftime and college halftime is a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. College halftime is typically adjustment time. Yep. Coordinators and position guys are making adjustments. Yep. The head coach doesn't have a lot of time at halftime no. to be able to address getting everybody back yep. pumped back up again. And I just don't know that you can you play for for 
48 or 60 minutes on emotion without just exhausting the emotional yeah. reserve you've got. That's why I ask coming out of the locker room, you're all fired up. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And if you get a couple of plays out of that, rah, rah, rah. but at some point in time, that adrenaline's got to start coming back mm-hmm. down. You can't play a full game on adrenaline alone. No. And, and, and does the opponent without that same adrenaline, but are steadier, mm-hmm. more measured, have a better chance if talent is equal, if coaching is equal, mm-hmm. to be able to overcome the crazy oh, yeah. emotion. And for sure. And like I said, that still goes back to the depending what happens. I mean, you're riding the wave in and you're staying up on top of that wave the whole time. Nobody's going to stop you. Right. But you start getting down to the bottom of it and something starts going wrong, you're trying to get your head back above water. Right. And I mean, we've done it in high school, done right. it in college. Uh, you know, we've done it in Legion Ball. You go in and, and if you're you're up there you're up there you're up there and nothing's going wrong everything is going your way that adrenaline will run as long as you'll allow it to okay. but you get something that goes in your first time you go three and out and you move the ball two yards there it goes it starts dwindling away okay so i mean it really just depends on how everything's going right i mean i've seen teams that have had just tons of spirit and everything like that and nothing going wrong and at the end of the game they're just as hyped as they were before the game started but I've seen teams that would come out and do something and we'd put a quick score up and it's like you suck the wind smooth out of them. <laughs> Air so, out of the balloon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it really just depends. Yeah. I mean, it, but right now, I mean, they're rolling and they're they're locking in and they're 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 buying what he's putting out there. I like but, the suits he, do, he designed. See those? Yeah, yeah. It's a good looking suit. It is. <laughs> he walked into a meeting the other day and was showing him different tie options. <laughs> I don't know how much money he's making on this. <laughs> he had Strahan's company making the suits yep. for him. He designed these, uh, I don't know, whatever Colorado gold the yep. suit is, with a liner that had Colorado buffs and all inside. It's very, very slick. Yeah. It's a very good-looking suit. Very Dion. <laughs> very Dion. But I love the fact that he brought in about four or five different tie choices. I'm sure out of the Dion collection. Yeah. That he yeah. was showing these guys they could add to the suit to make yep. it look even better. Hey, I do like one thing that he did for his captains. What's that? With the L and the D. So instead of putting the C right. up on their chest, right. he puts an L for a leader and puts the D for dog. Nice. And so that's what their captains are, their L or Ds. And so, I mean, just something different, you know, having to throw that Dion touch on something. All right. Now, speaking of the Dion touch, I don't know if you saw this. A lot of schools have started to have like a a, a wrestling belt, mm-hmm. right? The turnover mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. See baseball teams now, different teams are putting on different headdress yep. kind of things. The Angels are doing it. The Reds are doing it. Joey Votto had a uh, you know Viking-looking thing that he wore after hitting a home run yesterday. A lot of teams are doing that. You get to have the symbolic thing of – do you see what Dion's done now? Uh-uh. So Dion's had to make a throne – <laughs> there is actually a turnover throne on that's now on the sideline that if you're the defensive guy that got the turnover, you get, you get the throne. <laughs> and it's like it's not Game of Thrones, Thousand Swords, yeah. but it's pretty ornate that yeah. they've created a throne for the sideline. Yeah. Like, and I, I love seeing stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I do. I mean, we've done it in, in Legion. We, we I we got a cowboy hat. You hit a bomb. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You get the hat. cowboy hat. You know, I mean, we've done different things, and just, I've seen the belts, and what is it? Uh, Georgia does the 
the big dog chain. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They got the, the gold chain. chain yeah. um, some of them got the spike shoulder pads. You know, I mean, different things. That's that stuff's cool, man. I mean, uh, if whatever it takes to get a boost up, hey. So if there was no limit on money, what would you have in the dugout? <laughs> oh gosh. If there was no limit right. on money. Like, you're going to have, here's your thing, you hit a home run, this is what you get. Man, that, that, <laughs> that's, <laughs> when you put no, mon- no money no on limit. that, man, I don't know, God. Uh, man, I would probably have to do like a solid gold okay. bat. Oh. Just a solid gold, if, I mean, if it was no money. No money was, limit. No money limit, hey, you hit a bomb. Here's your bat. If I had to have wow. five of them in the in a case, so be it. You take it home with you. Okay. Hey, if that gives you a, the props to get up there and swing out your shoes and put one over the fence. You probably only do that in a championship game. Probably. It's a little expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but no money. But that's no, true. No, no limit. <laughs> I did that. I threw no limit. All right. We, uh, we teased first uh, segment, Michigan State. It is a train wreck and getting worse. For a school that had the issue of the uh, – gymnastics doctor who got put in the clink because obviously of sexual assault of the the women who were part of his gymnastics program you would expect michigan state would have zero tolerance of anything with sexual impropriety mel tucker as we were talking about colorado who had been coach at colorado a few years ago got the job at michigan state signed the darn near hundred million dollar contract and this week usa today put a story out not a new story this has been going on for almost a half year or more now about supposedly coach mel tucker and a relationship he has developed with a woman named brenda tracy brenda tracy's been around for oh i don't know almost a decade maybe she had been the victim of a sexual assault at the hands of four college football players back in 2004 i think and it's kind of made it her mission to go visit college campuses, get into these locker rooms of these college football teams in particular, and really kind of hammer home unacceptable behavior, etc. And a lot of coaches have embraced her message and have invited her into their locker rooms because, in effect, you're talking to a bunch of testosterone-laden young men who have basically been able to do whatever they've wanted for most of their life since they became very good at athletics. And so this is the attempt to try to understand that we're talking about people's, you know, sisters and daughters, and it's not objectifying women. Mel Tucker had Brenda Tracy show up two years ago at Michigan State and did a presentation in front of his team there. Well, he and Brenda have apparently developed a phone relationship over the years and probably talked every couple of weeks on the phone. And out came the story this past week that USA Today put out there that some of the phone conversations became inappropriate and that he was doing things during the phone conversations that he probably should not have been doing. And I can probably take the word probably out of that. He should not have been doing. And so Michigan State has suspended him this weekend. Now, one reporter's actually put out there, fired. The university has not said fired, although the reporter has said it's fired pending the conclusion of the investigation. And when the investigation's done, he will be fired. 
but right now it's suspended as they go through their investigation. He will not be coaching this weekend. Larger is the potential of Michigan State, which made this big splash higher and signed this outrageous amount of money, Jimbo Fisher kind of money to Mel Tucker. This may get him out of that contract. Mm-hmm. This will be one of those terminated with cause, and cause for them is embarrassing the university. That's part of what's written into their stuff thanks to the uh, the uh, gymnastics doctor mm-hmm. thing. They may save $80 million on this deal. I don't know. The coaches said, well, this was consensual. Both parties knew what was going on on the phone. She's saying, no, that's not no, mm-hmm. it's not my thing, and this is I, – I just don't understand. I don't understand where anybody, especially at that university – maybe the only other place maybe would be Baylor where you would say, okay, that's probably not behavior yeah. you should do, thanks to the Bryle stuff, that this would be a place where you think that was going to be okay. Yeah, you know that they're going to be looking over everything. Oh. Phone records. Oh, yeah. They've got all the phone records. Now, the phone records don't prove what was being said or done yeah. during the conversation. But if you're Mel Tucker, what, what, what are you thinking? Mm-mm. What are you thinking? Everything that's happened, everything that has been done there, and you want to go basically almost do the same thing. And with the woman who's been an advocate against, (laughs) yeah, what are you thinking? Now, it's a he said, she said at the moment, and it's going to have to play itself out completely. But Mel Tucker, not only is probably going to cost himself ever coaching Mm -hmm. at this level again, it's probably going to cost himself $80 million worth of future earnings that he will mm-hmm. probably try to sue for, but he's not going to win. No. Not if this case is proven to be accurate and no. true. I, I just don't. Throwing away a whole career. I don't get it. Mm-mm. There's nothing in this I get. Mm-mm. Some people just don't make sense. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're going to take a break. It's about 46 and a half after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Escape the screens, and the sun bathes everything in a golden glow, and your friend hands you a cold, organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, the first national USDA-certified organic beer. Organic by nature. Enjoy responsibly. 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. Since 1966, Robbins Toyota has served the Texarkana area with integrity, honesty, and loyalty. These characteristics define the Robbins Toyota experience. Quality started by Eddie Robbins 57 years ago that continue to this very day with daughter Susan Robbins. Before your next new or pre-owned auto pickup or SUV purchase, check out the complete inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at RobbinsToyota.com or visit the dealership at 6233 Mall Drive, Nash. 
Great, y'all. By always looking local first, we're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Don't throw your damaged cell phone away. It's repairable. Whether it's a screen replacement or micro soldering, M-Tech Electronics can repair it. And at the best price in town. Call them today for your smartphone, computer, and game console repairs. 4012 Summer Hill Square, Texarkana. When you're craving a real, honest-to-goodness, old-fashioned hamburger with the freshest ingredients and french fries that make a jackrabbit slap a hound dog. Head over to 201 East Broad, TLC Burgers and Fries. Open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Open till 7, Friday and Saturday. Legacy Cleaners, formerly Holiday Cleaners, has 35 years experience and four locations in Texarkana and surrounding areas, including their newest location at 210 West 7th Street. For the best starch jeans in town, it's Legacy Cleaners. They can handle your finest threads. Look local first, and everybody benefits. From the store owners to people like you and me supporting them. Look local first. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. Casa for Children Texarkana strives to provide hope, healing, and justice by empowering volunteers to advocate on behalf of abused and neglected children. Learn about Casa's mission, their programs, and join them in standing up for local children in need. For information, call 903-792-1030. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, 11 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Matt Riddle hanging out this afternoon. The uh, baseball, boy, yesterday, I'm, I'm a Brewers fan. I grew up in Milwaukee. 11 inning no hitter yesterday and lost. <laughs> How many times does that happen? I think there's like three or four in major league history yeah. where you've had a no hitter past nine innings and lost the game. Mm-hmm. It went 11. Mm. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I can't remember the last time mm-hmm. that I I'd seen either. a no hitter where you didn't. You know, you didn't. Not only did you finish nine, you finished and you got into eleven. They didn't, they didn't get through the eleventh. Yeah. I think they gave up the first hit in the eleventh. But a no hitter through eleven. No hitter through almost eleven innings and, and lost four three. <laughs> you like that rule of putting a guy on second base? No extra innings. I hate that crap. We do it in we do it in Legion. And do you? I mean, I get it. You're trying to put yourself in a better position to not extend the game out so far. But I think in in big league ball. Man, keep playing it like it's a real game. If they go 15 innings, they go 15 innings. They go 15 innings. innings. And, I mean, and, a lot of times when we do it, I mean, you're going to – I mean, normally you're going to put a run on the board. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. first guy up, you put it in the gap, that should score. That's your run. You know, and it's all about trying to keep that game short and not letting it go. And you see how MLB is with all that crap with the timer and, you know, pitch clock, all that. They're trying to shorten the games. And Have you liked the pitch clock? No. You don't like that either? No. You don't like the shorter games? Mm-hmm. You're a purist. I mean, like baseball the way it was. I like baseball the way it was. I mean, right. I like the steroid era baseball. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> the stuff I like. I don't like all these little crazy rules and different things they do. Like, I like hard-nosed right. baseball. Right. Shift? I hate the shift. Hate the shift. I hate the shift. So that's the one thing they went back and fixed that. Yeah. They got rid of the shift, if you will. But they're still somewhat doing it. Just They modified it. I. But I also look at it on the other side of it, too. I mean, if you're a true ball player and you're not there for the money – 
you get a shift that you've gotten literally almost everybody on the field from halfway to right. the opposite side of the field or right. your pool side and you're not laying a bunt down. Or you can't go the other way. Yeah. I mean, if you're at that level, you should be able to hit the ball all over the field. Yes. Now, granted, why somebody's throwing it 100 inside, miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Why can you not inside out a pitch right. and put it opposite field? Right. And put yourself on second every time, if not third. And as soon as you do that, that shift stops. It's done. Yeah, there's no more shifting. I mean, that's the deal. I mean, you get these guys up that are hard pulls. That right. They shift everybody over. Okay, if you don't like it because you're not getting on, hit the ball opposite field. You know, that was a big thing we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Joey Gallo was supposed to have him just – Shifts over, mm-hmm. Gallo's going to go crazy. He'll hit mm-hmm. back to his 250 or No. He's still hitting 190 or whatever his number is. It's even he's without the shift. Down. It's he's over. He's down so much. Yeah. I, I mean, he's that guy. He's going to hit a bomber and sure. he's going to get out. I mean, plain and simple. He's not a – he's just a straight power hitter That's guy. It. That's all it is. That's it. You put the ball 500 or you strike out or pop up. Rangers got a couple wins in a row. Yeah. Got, got healthy against Oakland. Yep. They've got 20 games left. They're a half game behind Seattle for the the wild card spot, the third wild card spot. They open a three-game set with Toronto tonight, or four games with four Toronto. Games. Yep. Toronto's kind of passed them by in the wild card standing. They look like they've locked up the second wild card mm-hmm. spot. And again, there's still 20 games to go, and some team could go 3-17, and 17 and none of that matters. Yep. I'm not sure if... You know, beating Oakland a couple times, uh, you got to feel good. You won a couple games. This series starts to have really big, big, big implications. It, it literally now for twenty games, and the last seven, seven of the last ten of these are against Seattle. Mm-hmm. You can't let Seattle stretch anything out past you right now with a half. You're, you're trailing Seattle by half game, so with twenty games to go, you're a half game behind. The Rangers have Toronto in a playoff run. Cleveland, probably not going to make the playoffs. The the Central's bad, but they're not good enough. I don't even think they catch Minnesota. Boston, who still has hopes of trying to get in there. They're about five games back of the Rangers, so there's still some possibility of Boston. So they're still playing for something. That's your three non-divisional series left. Then you go Seattle, Angels, Seattle to end the season if you're the Rangers. It feels like you got to win every series. Oh yeah, you, you got to go two and one minimum every series to try to fish this thing out. Basically, go thirteen and seven, and you better not lose those seven to Seattle. And it's just crazy how it's ended up already with the way they started out, and then just kind of got injuries. What happened? The injuries. Was it and, that many? I mean, I, I mean, they're going to get Josh Young back yeah, supposedly this week. Yeah, which should be a big boost. Oh yeah, I mean that's. I mean, but I'm still always the guy that one or two guys don't win a ball game. Right. But, I mean, it's typical Texas. I mean, it's what they do. They either start out strong or they start out weak and end strong. It's, I, I, I can't wait to see a season where they just put it all together. Is it next year? Is next it's year that year? It's always next year. <laughs> well, I know, but we started this whole thing talking about the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl now. Oh, yeah. This is the year. Because hey, we say every year. We Cowboys never say next year. It's always next year. We never say next year. We always say this year. This is the year to come. Well, <laughs> but then but, you don't say next year. You wait until the season starts. You go, this is our year. This is our year. You don't say next year. No. You say, this, this is our is year. This is our year. For the Rangers, it's always next year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, these next series are, I mean, they're – it's, it's down to the nut cutting. They have 51% to make the playoffs, according to the ESPN. Yeah. 51% chance to make the playoffs. 
They just they gotta they gotta get hot again. They got <laughs> and they gotta get hot quick. But I mean, those last three series are gonna be. <laughs> there are no more gimmies. No, no. There, I mean, that's the part. There are no more Oakland's. Mm-mm. There are no more. You know. Yankees haven't been that good. There are there are not teams left on the schedule that are gimmies. The Angels are probably yeah. the closest to a gimme series, and you know the Angels play them tough. Yeah, if Otani's healthy and can play, it's always. I mean, the Angels are always tough for them, regardless. So this week, the Angels were talking about they would be willing to trade Trout. Only reason they'd trade him is for to save up some money for something. I think they'd trade both Trout and Otani. You think they will? Yeah, I think they. I think they would. Which what of the would two they, would you take? What would they take to get either one of them? I mean, what would you? Who would you want to take for Trout and Otani? Everything you have, <laughs> the whole team, <laughs> no, everything in your minor league system that matters. Yeah. I mean, if you've got anything top one hundred in your minor league system, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna, I want that. Yeah. And that's just for starters. That's just oh, a conversation yeah. because I know I'm gonna get my my payroll is gonna be. Massively oh, can, reduced. Oh, yeah. I can sign a bunch of guys that I then have holes I've got to fill. All the prospects, and, and I'm going to have all of your minor leaguers that matter. Mm-hmm. But boy, it. But what would that do to you for how many years? You oh, know it would, I mean, it would take five years. So I mean, are you willing to to risk risk what? Those two I'm not making makers, the playoffs. But those two money makers that are bringing money in, people want to go see Trout. People want to go see Otani. Yeah, but they want to see winning baseball too. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you but how many seats do they? How many butts do they put in the seats? Yeah, I don't just know. Because of those two guys uh, on the road, I think they put. I think they put butts in the seat on yeah. the road. I think if you knew Trout and Otani were in the lineup, yeah, and they were coming to Arlington, would oh, you yeah. go and see them? Oh yeah, hundred percent. But if they're not on the, if they're not in the lineup, you don't want to show up. Do I want? Do I want to go to Arlington to watch a, them? Yeah. Unless you're just a Rangers fan. Yeah. So I think they put butts in the seat on on road games. Yeah. But I think home teams want to see winning baseball. Oh, I, I think home fans don't care if there's some great guy. I can see him 81 times a year. Yeah. I'm only going to get to see him, you know, maybe six times a year yeah. if he's a if he's a if a road team coming in. But I don't know that I would worry if I'm the Angels about what it would cost me if I lose those two guys. I don't think he can afford to keep them, and if you do, you can't put anything around them. Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy thing is, too, is Trout and Otani. You know, normally when you get those guys that are, you've got just one of the top couple guys in baseball, yeah. and your team's not winning. Most of the time, those guys start going downhill. Right. These guys aren't stopping. No. I well, mean, they've been injured. For Trout, yeah. he can't stay but healthy. But you know anymore. what I mean. But I mean, still, even whenever he is healthy. He's still giving you 110%. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's still training he's like he always does. Yes. Same thing with Otani. Yeah. Injuries. He's still going to be doing what he can. You don't see that a lot in baseball. I got a billion dollars in payroll, though, potentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With those two guys. A oh, yeah. billion dollars. You think about that. I mean, you can put, you could pick up five key players. Yes. Just off of those two. Pitchers. If not more than that. A lot of money there. Mm-mm-mm. But I'd like to see who would go. I would like to, I'd like to see who's. Who's willing to put forth the money for those two? Yeah. Well, it has to be the big three or four, oh, you know. Yeah. What are you doing this Friday? No game. Man, I don't know. I probably, I'm sure me and the wife will probably go to the Deer Lease and get some stuff. There you go. Maybe go on a date or something like that. That's a, it's a date at the Deer Lease. Yeah, How about that? True. That is true. That's what we did this weekend. We're done. <laughs> Matt Real, great seeing you again. Appreciate you letting me come in. All right. We're done until tomorrow. Back again tomorrow. Don't forget Kirk and Company tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, right here on The Fan. Casey. Translate.